Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Monday. A Medal of Honor Monday. A Medal of Honor Monday where we have amazing Biden sound, Nancy Pelosi sound, communists want you locked up for what you believe, Janet Yellen with ugly news, the Pfizer CEO with more scams. We have a ton to get to tonight. And I'll be honest, it's an embarrassment of riches here. Why? Well, you you know my whole sky is green theory thing, right? My, how the system, it's all corrupt and they all work together and how now they can tell just blatant lies. Lies you know are lies the second you hear them. And they can get a significant portion of the population to believe them. And I have, I, I, they're serving me up one to do a Sky is Green segment right now. And I should, right? There are rules in radio, in radio and TV actually. You want to lead with your best thing at all times. You want to lead off. I mean, if Joe Biden says something stupid, which when doesn't Joe Biden say something stupid? If, if Biden says something stupid, you want to lead with that. He's the president. If Nancy Pelosi does something bad, if Trump makes the news, you know, whatever pops, whatever sexy, you want to lead your show with it. I'm not doing that tonight. I could. Oh, I could. I could about them lying. Four million more jobs are created. Unemployment is 2% lower than it would have been and had we failed to ask. And it didn't cause the inflation. Make no mistake, inflation is largely the fault of Putin. Never forget what we've accomplished together so far. And by the way, the American people just trying to stay above water don't understand this. You tell them what the American Recovery Act was, they look at you like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I could leave with that. I, I could lead certainly with Janet Yellen. I mean, she is the Treasury Secretary basically saying we're all screwed this year. You know, we're likely to see another year in which 12-month inflation numbers remain very uncomfortably high. Okay, I could lead with that. I sure could. I could lead with Nancy Pelosi also lying through her dentures. So when we're having this discussion, it's important to dispel some of those who say, well, it's a Government spending reduced the national debt. Talk about the sky's green. And I could and probably should lead with all that, but here's the beauty of this show. It's completely unprofessional, and I get to do whatever I want. I'm going to lead with something different because there's something out there that has always bothered me. It's probably not bothered you, but it bothers me a lot I can't stand it, and I think it needs to change. What is that something? Here's a headline for you. Ava Lopez. You don't know who she is. It doesn't matter. She is suing the NYPD, the New York Police Department. Why is she suing them? She's suing them for $30 million because they put a picture of her on a wanted poster. They accused her of some crime, something. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to go into the crimes and whatnot. What bothers me? Allow me to go off on a completely nonsensical tangent about something. Forget wanted posters. Let's talk about mug shots. How many times have you seen a mug shot out there? You ever see one? Everyone's seen one, right? You definitely see one when the latest celebrity has... 10 Long Island iced teas and goes driving down the beltway. You've seen them. Or when so-and-so gets arrested, boom, mugshot, mugshot, mugshot. 
Question. Are people innocent until proven guilty in this country? That question is obviously yes. The answer to that question is yes, is it not? When did it become acceptable to publicize someone's face in a mugshot before they've been convicted of a crime? Let's do keep in mind accusations do ruin lives. And let's do keep in mind, while it's not all the time, people are absolutely arrested for things they didn't do. Why do we accept this as normal? I think it's one of the worst traditions in the United States of America. I think it ranks right up there with singing people happy birthday in the restaurants as one of the worst traditions in the United States of America. And don't even get me started on that. Everyone hates it. The person getting sung to, everyone else trying to enjoy a dinner. You have five waitresses. Ha ha ha, our birthday song. It's the worst thing in the world. But I'm I'm not going to go off on a tangent here. Why is it acceptable to print someone's picture and publicize someone's picture or name before they've been convicted of a crime. Someone explain that to me. What if uh, Chris tonight, what if Chris gets his door kicked in at midnight, they go in, slap the cuffs on him, boom, he's arrested. What's he arrested for? Uh, Tax fraud. That seems like something Chris would do. He's arrested for tax fraud. Okay, well... Sadly, we're in show business now. That's going to make headlines. Jesse Kelly show producer Chris arrested for tax fraud. His stupid face would be out there with his dumb mugshot. You can imagine what kind of a mugshot Chris would take. It'd be hideous. But setting that aside. But what if he didn't do it? What if he didn't do it? How's that fair? And I realize this is a completely random thing to start the show with. And I'm going to set it aside for now. And it's rare I'm ever going to take the side of a, I guess she's an Instagram influencer, which I'll be honest, I guess I can see it. Anyway, I'm not going to take the side of an Instagram influencer over the NYPD often, but I think it is one of the worst traditions in the United States of America that we publicize people's names and pictures before they've been convicted of a crime. There. That's all. I just had to get that off my chest. I know that's not what you're supposed to do, but it's my show. I can go any way I want. Now, let's talk about how the fact your aunt, your uh, crazy liberal aunt, she wants to have you arrested and thrown in prison. Don't believe me? Here's Anna Navarro from The View. And I think DOJ, in the same way that it is uh, setting up a task force to investigate oligarchs, should look into people who are Russian propagandists and shilling for Putin. That's being, if you are a foreign asset uh, to a dictator, mm-hmm. it should be investigated. The, I'm sorry? That maybe, maybe, maybe my ears are wrong. Chris, are the headphones working today? I would have sworn... Somebody on national television just said a cable news host should have the DOJ sicked on him for not saying the approved narrative about Russia. Do, do, do I do I have that right? Let's check again. Yeah. And I think DOJ, in the same way that it is uh, setting up a task force to investigate oligarchs, should look into people who are Russian propagandists and shilling for Putin. That's being, if you are a foreign asset uh, to a dictator, mm-hmm. it should be investigated. Let's have a talk. Just, it's just you and me here. Let's have a serious talk. Because as always, we've had these kind of talks before. As always, it is critical to understand 
what you're dealing with, who you're dealing with, the motivations of the people you're dealing with, the why, it's everything when you're dealing with people, right? It's everything. Have you ever been in any kind of a negotiation? Maybe you're buying a car, maybe a house, maybe, maybe, look, undoubtedly, if you've been around kids or have your own kids, you've been in a, in, a, in a negotiation. If you are a kid, I know we have a bunch of kids who listen to the show. You've been in a negotiation with your parents. I want to play video games. What should I do? I know, but believe me, we have the same conversations in our house. Well, a critical part of any negotiation is understanding who and what you're dealing with. We, you, me, the idiots in the other room, we share a nation currently. We share the United States of America with communists, communists like Anna Navarro. Okay, it's one thing to call them that. What does that mean? What's their motivation? Well, let's say we share a house with somebody. I've used this before, but it really works. Let's say we share a house with somebody. You, you and me. It's just you and me. We room together. Don't worry. I, I clean up after myself. I even shower most days. Not all the time. I'm not some kind of freak. All right, but seriously, let's say it's just you and me. We share a house. And you come home one day. I, of course, haven't been to work. I've been sitting around watching Dukes of Hazard all day. But you come home one day and you find me tearing the curtains down off the window. Now, why I'm tearing the curtains down is really important in that moment, is it not? Am I tearing the curtains down because I went out and spent some money and, and, and I got us new, better curtains? Or am I tearing down the curtains because that's step one in ripping down everything in the house and burning it to the ground? What are my motivations? It is time to have an uncomfortable conversation about the motivations of the people who share a country with us And probably more importantly, it's time to have an uncomfortable conversation about what they would do to you and me without a moment of hesitation. You ready for that? Oh, we're about to dig into that. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the non-lethal gun hero. I've been telling you about this for a long time, and I want you to understand something. If you're one of these people who doesn't have anything in your possession where you can defend yourself, you undoubtedly go through periods of of anxiety because you don't have something on your person. Is that person looking at me wrong? Am I okay at this red light? Oh, what is that I just heard? Did I hear someone breaking into my house tonight? Or you have a child you've sent off to college and you're worried about them. Get a hero gun. Even if you're not a weapons person, I am a weapons person and I love my hero gun, but even if you're not, even if you've never held a gun in your life, get one. It shoots these pepper balls. They're non-lethal, but when they hit you, it hurts. And when they explode, that chemical bomb cloud around you is going to put you down, or I should say put them down. And they have a special discount right now. Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE. Hero2020.com. State restrictions apply. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. It is 
the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. Remember, about 45 minutes from now, it's about to be Medal of Honor Monday. And yes, we're going to get to the Biden stuff. We're even going to get to the Trump stuff. Really like hearing this kind of stuff. We will pass critical reforms, making every executive branch employee fireable. Fireable by the President of the United States. The deep state must and will be brought to heel. It's already happening. Okay, that's outstanding. And that leads me right into what we were just talking about. The motivations of the people around us. What what do they want? What do they want done with us? Again, I'm going to play this again. And I want you to understand something as you listen to this. It's easy to listen to this and dismiss it as, oh, that's The View. Or, oh, that's that hag Anna Navarro. Oh, it's, it's easy to listen to it and brush it off. But as you listen to this, I want you to do me a favor, all right? I want you to remember the relative you have, your crazy aunt on Facebook, maybe your neighbor, maybe a coworker or two, maybe a boss. I want you to remember very well how they have conducted themselves over the last two years, especially when it comes to coronavirus. You hear any language from them ever about what should be done with the unvaccinated? What the unvaccinated should and shouldn't be allowed to do? Any of this ringing any bells? Now listen to this once again from Anna Navarro on The View. And I think DOJ, in the same way that it is uh, setting up a task force to investigate oligarchs, should look into people who are Russian propagandists and shilling for Putin. That's being, if you are a foreign asset uh, to a dictator, Mm -hmm. it should be investigated. Okay. The DOJ. She wants to send the DOJ after people who say nice things about Russia. Listen, I have said it before and I'll say it again. The most dangerous thing happening in the world today is Western governments turning against their own citizens. The reason I'm bringing this up tonight and I'm leading with this with all this other Biden stuff is this. That's Anna Navarro. But You do understand the DHS, the Director of Intelligence, the DOJ, that had a meeting back in March of 2021. It was declassified where they assessed new new potential terrorists in the country. And guess who they thought were the terrorists in this country or potential terrorists? Anyone who thought the election wasn't on the up and up? People like that. So if people... Like Anna Navarro think you should be thrown in prison for what you believe. That's one thing. What if the DOJ believes that too? And what if the DOJ believes that as well as your aunt on Facebook, as well as your next door neighbor, it is time to ask the question, just how many people in your country who you live by, drive by, work by, How many people in your country believe you should be thrown in prison for what you believe? And I think if you're going to do an honest assessment of that, I think you're going to be a little bit terrified, rightfully so, of the answer. I want to know how many people within the walls of the FBI, how many people there believe upset parents at school boards are potential domestic terrorists? And I want to know that because the FBI has the power to completely destroy your life with the snap of their fingers. I think it is time to talk about just how many Americans 
believe things like this. Yeah. And I think DOJ, in the same way that it is uh, setting up a task force to investigate oligarchs, should look into people who are Russian propagandists and shilling for Putin. That's being, if you are a foreign asset uh, to a dictator, mm-hmm. it should be investigated. Investigated. And I, and I want to pause here for a minute. We're going to do a little rewind. Then we're going to get to Biden and the new lies they're telling and all that other stuff. But I want to make sure we do... I want to make sure we understand things in historical context. I've brought this up before, but I'll keep bringing it up again because it is one of those things of human nature I can't understand. But I know what happens and I can't understand it. If you dig into communist countries from the Soviet Union to East Germany to Cambodia under Pol Pot, obviously China, if you look into them and you look at the personal stories it has always stunned me, absolutely stunned me, how often family members and friends turn each other in to the government. Not just turn each other in. I don't mean, I don't mean reporting your, your kooky cousin for jaywalking. I mean, there were people in East Germany. This was very common. Husbands would go down to the headquarters of the Stasi knowing that if he turns in his wife, there's a chance he never sees her again. There's a chance she ends up with a bullet in her face. And husbands would go down and report on their wives with no motivation, no bribe, no threats. When you say things like that, like that when, you, when you say oh, a, a wife would turn in her husband, parents would turn in their children, children would turn in their parents, almost always people go to this. They think, oh, man. That's terrible. They must have been threatened. And don't get me wrong, that certainly happened. But no, 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 no. When you look into it, when you look into the history of these things, lots of times they did it on their own free will. They would go down to NKVD headquarters. Hey, my son, telling you what, he had some not kind things to say about Stalin. Just wanted you guys to know. Now, you're probably horrified by that. I mean, I think about my sons. I, I would die a thousand deaths for my sons. There's nothing you could do that would ever make me turn in my sons. I've told you before, it's one of the least popular things I've ever said. I wouldn't turn in my sons if they did commit crimes. They're my sons. They're mine for life. Who goes down and turns in family members? These people are all around us now. Do you remember what they were saying to you during the coronavirus stuff? When you stood too close to someone or didn't wear 19 masks, maybe you refused to get a vaccine. Do you remember the things they wanted done to you? I remember. I remember very well. And I am officially putting everyone on notice. You are surrounded by people who would do that to you without a second thought and a DOJ who would join in the fray. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday, only 30 minutes away from Medal of Honor Monday. And don't forget, if you're a new listener to the show, maybe you're not aware. Every single Monday, an hour into the show, we just take a Medal of Honor citation and we read it. 
Nothing special. They're all available for everyone for free. You could go read them all right now, but it's just something It's something we love. I, I can't believe it's something that has caught on the way it's caught on. People love it, but it, it, look, it works. It works. All right, let's, let's get into the Biden Democrat, the, the philosophy right now. Right now, you're going to hear tons and tons and tons and tons of this. Let's be clear. When America's recovery was flat on its back and the economy was flat on its back, it was the Democrats without a single Republican vote that brought us back. Okay. I'm sick of this stuff. We have to talk about it because the American people think the reason for inflation is government spending more money. Simply not true. Papa Joe's mad again. He's mad at he's mad at you stupid peasants for not realizing how great he is. So what are you seeing right now and why are you seeing it? There's no covering up for inflation. There's no covering it up. These people can lie about many, 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 many things. And I mean many things. You think that we will every fall have to prepare ourselves for a booster shot with COVID? I'm not going into that right now, but they can lie about many things. Over and over and over again, they can lie. You can manipulate data. You can lie. You cannot lie to people when they're getting crushed by gas prices and inflation. Because you can't, you can't message your way out of the pain at the gas pump. You can't message your way out of gigantic grocery bills. You can't message your way out of these things. I had someone email me. I mean, this, these situations, these things are not, they're not repairable. This per, you know what this person said? I worked my beep off to get through nursing school, and now I finally found a job I love, home hospice. Because of inflation and gas prices, I may have to give that up for a work-from-home or clinic-based job because my budget is getting squeezed. Raises aren't coming, but the price of everything goes up, and the left tells me to go buy an electric vehicle that costs as much as I make in a year. We have story after story after story after story like this. A person who's barely getting by, finally made it, was doing okay, and now they're not making it anymore. You can't go on television and message your way out of that. You can't. So what you're seeing now is a full court press from Biden and Pelosi. and This will come from all sides. You're seeing a full court press on it's not my fault or it's not happening or it's Putin's fault. They're really going with a three-pronged strategy. Either you're too stupid to realize how good the economy is, or it's all Vladimir Putin's fault, or it's as good as it's ever been. That may, that may be the best part. It's as good as it's ever been. What are you talking about? This thing is awesome. They've, they've, been, they've been keeping us alive out here. We saved the economy. Let's be clear. When America's recovery was flat on its back and the economy was flat on its back, it was the Democrats without a single Republican vote that brought us back. Or it's Vladimir Putin. So when we're having this discussion, it's important to dispel some of those who say, well, it's the government spending. No, it isn't. The government spending is doing the exact reverse, reducing the national debt. It is not inflationary, A. B. Uh, we don't want to reduce the um, uh, increase in jobs. Get it out, Grandma. We're very proud of this president breaking records, his historic numbers of jobs created. He certainly is breaking records. In the first year, but this starts with Putin 
because of global inflation for reasons beyond. Okay, so why are they going with that? Seems like an odd strategy to someone like you. Uh, hold on, you're going to talk down to the voters and tell them they're too stupid to understand? Too stupid to understand how good they have it? Or you're going to blame Putin? That, that's not going to work with you. That, that's a head-scratcher for you. Or you're going to say government spending didn't cause inflation. You hear these things, you roll your eyes, you bash your head off the steering wheel, but you think that's ridiculous. Listen, they're doing a calculation right now, and I'll be honest with you. It's probably not a terrible calculation. They're heading into a midterm, a midterm where prior to this horrible inflation and gas prices, they were already going to take a beating. All the polls were showing them to get slaughtered. All of them were. Now you have more inflation and more gas prices, and that's only going to go up until November. I mean, they are facing an extinction-level event in November. They are. They understand this. These people live and die for polls. They don't care about human beings. All they do is spend their time on the poll. <laughs> I thought about making a Kamala joke there, but I'm not going to do, you know, I'm not doing that right now. This is, stay focused, all right? <laughs> so what's the calculation? Blame Putin, blame the stupid voters, but what are they doing? They're banking on grabbing a high enough percentage of the idiot population out there to try to mitigate the losses. They're not under any impression they're going to keep the House or keep the Senate. They're, but there's a gigantic difference between losing the House and Senate and possibly having a Republican supermajority in both chambers. That adds an entirely new world of problems for Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. When you get to the supermajority level, you get to the point where you can flat out steamroll the president and do whatever you want whenever you want it. Goals change. As situations change, if you come home tonight and there's a tiny little fire on the stove, oops, left the bacon on too long, your goal is to grab the fire extinguisher or some baking powder and pour out and and get the fire out. If you come home tonight and your home is a raging inferno and the fire is pouring out of each window, maybe your goal is just to go get your dog Muffy out of there alive because the rest of it's toast. They have adjusted their goals. That's why you're hearing what you're hearing. That's why you're seeing what you're seeing. When you've lost even scumbag comedians like Trevor Noah, you understand you are in deep trouble. There is no denying that Saudi Arabia isn't playing ball with Joe Biden. And you know what? You can say what you want, but this would have never happened to Donald Trump. Never. No one was ever ignoring Donald Trump's calls. Yeah, because if you ignored Donald Trump's calls, you didn't know how he would respond. Maybe he'd send an angry tweet, or maybe he'd just like ban your country from everything. You don't know. That's why I bet in these situations, Biden actually wishes that he could hire Trump to step in as president wildcard. You know, just keep everyone on their toes. Because if Trump was calling, you best believe the UAE, they'll be racing to pick up the phone. Oh, Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, we're here. We're here. Hello? Too late, Ahmed. You made me wait two rings. We're bombing the UAE and the UFC, just in case. All right, one that was actually funny. Two, how lost are the Democrats right now when you're starting to lose the late night loser comedian circle who's all in the tank form? It's really bad. So that's why you're seeing what you're seeing and hearing what you're hearing. They're not messaging to you. They understand anyone with an IQ above a slice of key lime pie 
understands that it's not that the voters are stupid, it's not all Putin's fault, and government spending doesn't help inflation. They understand all that very, very well. They get that they're never going to get to you. They've stopped trying to get to you. You're going to see them hyper-focus on demographics that are now 100% loyal to them and try to mitigate the losses. What you're seeing now is the Democratic Party nationally trying to save Muffy because they know they can't save the House anymore. That's what you're seeing, and that's why you're seeing it. Now, you're seeing something else. You're seeing people's, what's that word Barack Obama's pastor used? Chickens come home to roost. What do I mean by that? Oh, the NYPD commissioner wants an end to bail reform laws. That is interesting. We'll talk about that in just a second. Let's talk about something else real quick, though. Are you stuck in a timeshare? Don't feel stupid if you are. I hear this a lot when I talk about Lone Star Transfer. I hear these timeshare people, they'll write in and say, I thought it was just me. I can't believe there's a great company. Look, these timeshare companies, lots of them, they lock people in. And you can't get out. Annual fees all the time, assessments, it's brutal. It's so common, Lone Star Transfer decided, uh, let's get people out of these things. This is a family-owned company. 99% success rate. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They've helped over 16,000 people. You are far from alone. It's the norm. Get out of your timeshare. They release the, They guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. Give them a call for a free no-obligation consultation. Call 844-310-2646, 844-310-2646, or online at LoneStarTransfer.com. You're listening to the Oracle. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I cannot believe the hate we have gotten for playing Eagles on this show. Cannot believe it. I'm disappointed in all of you. This is an email. Jesse, your taste in rock and roll, rock and roll music is terrible. The Eagles are the most overrated band in history. Steve Miller is the musical equivalent to COVID pneumonia. And Billy Joel, <laughs> there's nothing worse than Billy Joel. Truly awful. I wouldn't listen to Billy Joel if he was playing piano on the hood of my truck. <laughs> I listen to your podcast daily and appreciate all you do. Please try to mix in some Alice in Chains or vintage Aerosmith and it will be all right with the world. Thanks for all you do, my friend. He said, I can feel free to use his name. His name is Bill. You know what, Chris? Alice in Chains is legit. Uh, Rooster is a sweet song. And actually, I like some old school Aerosmith, too. I'm not a communist. But Alice in Chains, that song Rooster, that was actually, if I remember right, I may have this story uh, wrong, but I think I'm right. I think that was about his uncle who was in Vietnam, and his nickname was Rooster. And that's why if you listen to the, to the words of the song, but he's all walking tall, machine gun men, they spit on me and my homeland and all that other stuff. It's dark, right? It's heavy, very dark, but it's awesome. Alice in Chains used to be good. Where are they? They're rock and rollers. They're probably all dead right now. Who knows? You know, that, that rock and roll life is a tough life. Yeah, you're right, Chris. A little booger sugar and that's, that's, that thing goes downhill fast. <laughs> all right. Before I forget, my pillow. They have a special right now. Lowest price ever on the greatest sheets in the freaking history of mankind. They're Giza Dream Sheets. 
They are so sure you're going to like these things. They offer a 60-day money-back guarantee. 60 days. Oh, no, go use them for a couple months. If you're not happy, send them back. And right now, they're 60% off. 6-0. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, and use the promo code JESSE. When you do that, not only do you get them 60% off, you get a copy, a free copy of Mike Lindell's book. Go. Or, hey, you can just call them. 800-845-0544. 800-845-0544. Now, I brought up something during the break. I'm going to get to emails. Don't forget, we got Medal of Honor Monday coming up about 15 minutes from now and whatnot. But I brought up something about chickens coming home to roost. And I saw a couple things here, and it made me perk my eyes up. NYPD Commissioner Keechan Sewell calls for the end to bail reform laws. You know the bail reform laws, the ones that are turning all the criminals loose who are murdering people in New York City every single day. And then I saw this. Amazon relocates employees from Seattle office amid a crime spike and fentanyl crisis. And here's the thing. Let's, let's focus on the Amazon part of this really quickly here. Do you remember, do you remember what happened when St. George Floyd died in Minneapolis? Of course you do. I mean, coast to coast, everyone felt it. They were throwing Molotov cocktails in NYPD cop cars. Everyone felt it. LA, I mean, you name it, everyone. And do you remember what the large companies like Amazon did after St. George Floyd died? Because I remember. Oh, I know they want you all to forget now after it turned out that Black Lives Matter is a bunch of ruthless, murderous, looting, communist, scumbag animals. Now that all that's come out, they're all trying to walk away from it. But I remember big company after big company after sports organization after sports organization after actor after athlete after politician, Democrat and Republican. I remember everybody and their brother. Yep, America is racist. Those evil cops hunting down black men for sport. I remember my sons logging into their video games and saying, yes, we let them play video games. We limit it, but we let them play video games. And and I, dad, come watch this. They logged into their video games and apparently the video games do updates over the internet or something like that. Oh, they did an update. They logged into one of their games, and before they could go in and play their game, some sports game, I don't know what it was, they had to look at a page. It was stuck on a screen about how black lives matter and black lives matter this and how we have to end racism and all these other things. I remember. And now today, we have things like Amazon relocating employees. That's funny because I remember Amazon getting in on that. I remember it very well. America is evil. It is racist. And you know why this drives me crazy? Because nobody makes the connection and forces these people to come out and own it. If you're upset about crime, you're upset about crime in New York. You don't like you don't like the bail reform. Okay, that's fine. I, I, I would hope you don't like the bail reform. Turns out turning a bunch of violent scumbags loose means they do more violent scumbag things. Good, good, good. Good for you. That's fine. Where were you when Black Lives Matter was out there running in the streets? Where were you when you had people over during all those protests and, and, your, and your kooky aunt from Facebook said, oh, I can't believe how evil and racist this country is. What did you say to her? Did you say those are blatant lies? 
not based in any truth at all. There are no statistics to back up the fact that cops are hunting down black men. None. Zero. Did you say that to her? Or did you go along? No, you're right. No, it's got to stop. I'm very disappointed. I can't believe what we've done in this country. And if you're feeling guilty right now, you should. And you should remember that feeling for the future. Because I call this the era of cowardice for a reason. No matter what the new narrative is, whether it's the stand six feet away from everyone and shut down an economy for a virus, or it's America's evil and racist, or whatever the new story du jour is, no matter what, the biggest story in America is the good people who know the truth staying silent and then watching as horrible consequences unfold. Do you know how many black people have been murdered in the last year in this country in America's major cities? A staggering number. That's not an accident. These increases are a direct result of the reforms brought about by Antifa and Black Lives Matter pressure. So if you didn't stand up to that pressure, if you went along with this insanity, you elected these crazy communist DAs, you, you, you elected these judges, you elected these idiot mayors, it's your fault. It's your fault. I am tired of watching people take the wrong stance on issue after issue after issue after issue and then just packing up their stuff and walking away when the chickens come home to roost. Where were you when every single part of this culture was screaming that America was evil and racist and the cops are evil and racist? Where were you then? What were you saying then? Were you saying that's a lie? Were you going along with it? Were you hiding under your bed so nobody called you a big, mean, racist poo-poo head? Because unless you were speaking out against it and trying to stop that narrative, you're responsible for the absolute rotted filth that we see all around us now. That is the hard truth of it. We have got to start stepping up and being bold when we can actually do something. Coming to the right conclusion on an issue, once it's too late, that doesn't get you anything. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there is against COVID lockdowns now. Where were you when they were saying 15 days to slow the spread? I know where I was. All right, enough of that. It's time. We're going to talk about some COVID booster stuff, but we're going to talk about Medal of Honor Monday first. Hang on. Billy Joe shot a man while robbing his castle. 